And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. The State of Israel was created and built by Jewish settlers who came mainly from Eastern Europe. Among them were quite a few natives of Ukraine, then ruled by the Russian and Austro-Hungarian empires. Today's episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, part two of our series on the currencies of Ukraine and Israel, features Jews from Ukrainian territories who were awarded one of Israel's highest honors, their portraits depicted on banknotes and coins. As we learned in part one of our series, Israel's currency underwent several changes. From the Palestine pound in 1948, to the Israeli pound, or the Israeli lira, in 1952, to the shekel in 1980. And finally, in 1986, the Israeli new shekel, which remains Israel's official monetary unit today. Eight natives of Ukraine have figured prominently on Israel's currencies over the years. The poet Haim Naman Bialik was born in 1873 in the village of Ivnitsya in what is today the Zhitomir Oblast, or province. Bialik is considered one of the pioneers of modern Hebrew poetry. His life coincided with the restoration of this ancient language, long considered a bookish dead language. He also wrote prolifically in Yiddish. Bialik spent his childhood and youth in Zhitomir, He received a traditional Jewish education, but also explored European literature. At age 18, he left for Odessa, where he studied literature as well as the Russian and German languages. He made his living teaching Hebrew until he secured a permanent teaching position. Eventually, he made his way into Jewish literary circles and became a member of the Zionist movement. Bialik began his prolific literary career writing about the plight of Jews facing anti-Semitic violence in Imperial Russia. He went on to become a highly acclaimed poet, as well as a literary editor, translator, and publisher. In 1921, as a result of mounting paranoia in the wake of the Bolshevik Revolution, the Soviet government closed the publishing house he helped establish in Odessa. That year, Bialik and other Hebrew writers left the Soviet Union and settled in Palestine. Although he died in 1934, before Israel became a state, Bialik ultimately came to be recognized as Israel's national poet. Bialik has influenced entire generations of Zionists, including tens of thousands who were exposed to his poetry as part of the Israeli school curriculum. He wrote Hebrew poetry at a time when it was far from clear that Hebrew would become the spoken language of the Jewish community in Israel. Haim Naman Bialik's portrait was featured on the 1968 10-pound banknote. At the beginning of the 20th century, Volodymyr Zeyev Yabotinsky gained renown as a talented journalist and writer. He was born in Odessa in 1880. In 1903, a new wave of anti-Jewish pogroms erupted in the southern part of the Russian Empire, and Yabotinsky joined the Jewish self-defense and Zionist movements. Around this time, he began learning modern Hebrew and took the name Zev, which means wolf. 
At an early age, he began to devote his outstanding skills as a writer, orator, translator, and polemicist for the Zionist cause. Yabotinsky was a contemporary of Bialik, whose poems he translated from Hebrew into Russian. Yabotinsky also published the first Hebrew translation of Edgar Allan Poe's poems The Raven and Annabel Lee, among other literary works. In Ukraine, Yabotinsky is remembered for his friendly attitude towards the Ukrainian political movement of his day, and, in particular, the Ukrainian language. As well, Yabotinsky expressed support for Simon Petlura, who he did not believe was an anti-Semite or perpetrator of pogroms. Petlura was Ukraine's revolutionary president during the country's short-lived sovereignty from 1918 to 1921. The revival of modern Hebrew, social justice, and democracy are all values that Yabotinsky fought for. His lasting legacy can also be found in Israeli politics. Structures that were created under the influence of Yabotinsky's ideas, like the Bitar Youth Movement and the Likud Party, still exist in Israel to this day. Yabotinsky did not live to see the founding of the independent Jewish state. While visiting a Bitar defense camp in New York in August of 1940, he suffered a fatal heart attack. In 1964, Prime Minister Levi Eshkol had Yabotinsky's remains transferred to Israel's National Cemetery on Mount Herzl, where a state memorial service is held every year at the Zayev Yabotinsky tomb. Zayev Yabotinsky was depicted on the 1980 100-shekel banknote. Levi Eshkol, the third Prime Minister of Israel, was born Levi Yitzhak Shkolnik in 1895 in the shtetl of Orotov, in what is now the Venetia Oblast in Ukraine. After completing his education in Vilnius, at age 18, Eshkol emigrated to Palestine. During the First World War, he fought in the ranks of the Jewish Legion of the British Army, which Yabotinsky had helped form. In the State of Israel, Levi Eshkol was elected to the Second Knesset in 1951, and soon thereafter was appointed to key government roles. A founder of the Israeli Labor Party, he served in numerous senior roles, including Minister of Defense and Minister of Finance. In 1963, he replaced the legendary David Ben-Gurion as Prime Minister. Under Eshkol's leadership, Israel built from scratch 22 cities, more than 200 farming communities, hundreds of factories, and thousands of schools, as well as hospitals, universities, roads, seaports, power stations, and a national water carrier, all while feeding, housing, employing, and schooling more than a million new immigrants. Eshkol ended the monopoly of Ben-Gurion state broadcaster Israel Radio and created an independent broadcast authority, modeled on the BBC. He was also the man who built the army that won the Six-Day War, one of military history's most stunning victories. He was the first Israeli leader to be formally invited to the White House. He was also the first Israeli Prime Minister to die in office. He died in 1969 of a heart attack. In 1984, Eshkol's image was chosen for the 5,000 shekel bill. It was replaced in 1985 by the five new Israeli shekel bill. 
Since 1990, his image is found on a limited yet circulated minting of the five new Israeli shekel coin that replaced the bill. Golda Meir, the most famous female politician in Israel, was born Golda Mabovich in Kiev in 1898. The future Israeli Prime Minister's early memories were not pleasant. Her first memory was of a pogrom, which thankfully did not take place. But the panic in her family home and the sounds and sights of anti Semitic hostility in the streets left a lasting and bitter memory. Hunger and poverty also left their mark. In 1906, the family emigrated to the United States. Golda Meir never stepped foot in Kiev again. Unlike Yepotinsky, Meir considered Simon Petlura the main culprit behind the anti Jewish pogroms in 1918 to 1920 in Ukraine, which she mentions in her autobiography, My Life. Golda was educated in the United States, became a teacher, and married an American, Morris Meyerson. The couple emigrated to Palestine in 1921 and joined a kibbutz. In 1956, she became foreign minister under Prime Minister David Ben Gurion. Upon her appointment, she shortened Meyerson to Meir, which means illuminate in Hebrew. In 1969, Golda Meir was elected Prime Minister of Israel. She was one of 24 signatories, of which two were women. Of the Israeli Declaration of Independence on May 14, 1948. The 10 shekel note issued in 1985 featured a portrait of Golda Meir. It was removed from circulation in the 1990s. Meir was also featured on the 10,000 pound old shekel note prior to their replacement by the new shekel in 1980. Four other natives of Ukraine who have appeared on Israeli currency are Israel's second prime minister, Israel's second president, the first Hebrew language writer to receive the Nobel Prize in Literature. And another contemporary of Bialik and literary powerhouse, whose recognition on Israel's currency caused considerable controversy. Join us to hear their stories in the next episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, part three of this series on the currencies of Israel and Ukraine. In part four, prominent Jewish figures on the currencies of Ukraine. I'm Pavlina, producer and host of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.